Are you feeling like you need a little resilience or a mindset check so that you can be a better entrepreneur? Then this episode is for you. You're listening to the Dynamic Women podcast. Each week, you'll be inspired by our global community of women. They'll share with you tools and stories to help you be dynamic in every area of life. He's your host, award-winning coach, and the CEO and founder of Dynamic Women, Diane Ralston. Hello, lovely Dynamic Women, and welcome to the Dynamic Women podcast. I am Diane Ralston, your host, and today we have an amazing guest, Robbie Walls. Hey, Robbie. Hello. Thank you for having me. This is so exciting. I love your title. Well, thank you. You having the bold business and uh, women and we having the the dynamic, I think bold and dynamic. That's what originally I was like, okay, we got to, we got to have you on the podcast. Yes. Yes. Bold meets dynamic. And I'm bold girl biz. So we're all about empowering women entrepreneurs. Yeah. Well, let me introduce you a little bit more so my audience can get to know you. Robbie Walls is CEO of The Walls Speak, host of Bold Girl Biz Podcast, and an entrepreneur coach. She's the author of 180 Momentum, co-author in The Power of the Platform, and a popular speaker on the topic of purpose and resilience. The Walls Speak is an is all about achieving master growth with ease to help you scale your business so that you live powerfully through your purpose. And so Robbie's got a lot to bring to us today, ladies. So (laughs) hold hold on to your chair. (laughs) All right. Yes, this is exciting. Thank you. It, It is. It is. And you started off not as an entrepreneur, you start off actually as a school teacher. And so that is correct. (laughs) It's funny because I started off in teaching as well, because I didn't know that I didn't know that my path was there. But I'm curious Mm. about how did you know to go into entrepreneurship? And what was your transition? How did you do that? Oh, well, so here it goes. So (laughs) my family, my parents, my sisters, my father, my dad's family, my mom's family, all in education. And when I say all in education, my my mother retired at 42 years, my dad 48 years, my sister currently is a principal, everyone are still in education. So I literally was molded and crafted. That is what I was going to wasn't what I wanted to be is what my parents wanted me to be. They wanted me to be a teacher. So I got into this field. I um, finished in the 90s, graduated and became this teacher, became an elementary teacher. And one day, uh, and it was in 2008, I was on the chalkboard uh, about to write a lesson for today and what the students were to accomplish. Yep. It was a rainy day. When I mean it was raining, it was a gray, and you could hear the rain hitting against the window. I had a little student. Her name is Emily. And Emily literally was terrified every time it rained. She would cry. Oh, my goodness. She wanted to go home. She would do this. Well, that day, I kind of, I knew it was going to come. So I kind of, you know, you just kind of ignore it, and you just go on about your day. Well, Hayden in the back started teasing Emily. Aww. Emily had her head down, 
in her arms and she was crying, you know, and you, you could hear the rain. You could hear some thunder too. So in that moment in time, I heard the teasing. Emily was crying and I felt frozen on the chalkboard, completely frozen. And when I tell you this was a feeling of, I don't need to be here. I need to be somewhere else. That was in my gut. I wrote on the board, I'm done. When I wrote those words, I turned around and I said, <laughs> I'm done. And Emily rose up with her fingers like this because she wanted to pounce on Hayden. I, <laughs> I could see it so clear today. Yeah. She said, I'm done too. So we both connected at that moment in time with the rain and the I'm done. Wow. I knew that it was time for me to transition. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was literally a time when I said, I, I'm about to put my two weeks in. I really can't do this any longer. Wow. I, it, it, I wasn't challenged. I wasn't feeling excited. I didn't have any creative yeah. creativity. It just wasn't there. The time come when it, and I was ready to do whatever. So um, after writing those on the chalkboard, I'm done. I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know. I know that I was going to do something else, right? So upon writing those words and I uh, turned in my resignation and just left teaching and no one understood. Still today, they still don't know what I do (laughs) because they are so in that box of education, which I love education, right? I so I truly love education part. I just don't want to be an educator that way. Teaching. Yes, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Can, I, can I pause you here for a second? Absolutely. So I, I really want to acknowledge you for what a bold move that was. Yeah. Right. So yes. many times we hear that little voice that says like, I'm done or enough, or I don't want to be here anymore. And we don't acknowledge right. it and we don't act on it and you acted on it. And what I'm hearing too, is that you weren't in resonance with your job with your career, right? So when you're in resonance, um, there's that energy, that spark, you know, you could work on it 24 seven and and it would be fulfilling and it wasn't there for you. And how many times do I see women stuck in a place where they have no resonance Mm -hmm. and you acted, you didn't say, okay, next year, I won't, I won't come back. You were like handed in. And so I just have to ask, how were you able to act on that in that moment? Because there's a lot of fear that can come up. Sure. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a really great, great question. So I'm done. It would have been a deterrent for me, but instead it was, it was really, if I didn't do something right now, I would give up on a dream. Wow. And that dream was entrepreneurship. And mm-hmm. I did not want to do that. I knew that's the route that I was going to go down. And that's what I decided to start studying. And guess what? I didn't know how to do it. I I didn't know how or what or when. I just knew I needed to be out of the classroom and out of that classroom (laughs) right there, right? So you just know when you're, I I call it my Noah Uh, spirit. You know, when you know when you're Noah spirit, yeah. 
it's just time to take action. Yeah. And I took that action. So I, I, I took a big breath and I decided to learn from that experience right there when Emily and I met. And rather than avoid feeling defeat, um, I don't know what I'm going to do. And he's already feeling defeat. I really just picked up and pivoted. And I said, I am going to do something. I, I remember sitting in my chair, leaning back and it was raining and just looking at the rain and this open sky. And I said, there are no limitations. I got to do something. Yeah. And I decided to go into business. And my first business was an alpaca business. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so wow. and how I came about that was, I really wanted my kids, we all love animals, and I wanted something that was totally different that no one else was doing, right? And I did my research on alpaca business and how lucrative it was, but not only that, how fun it would be for the kids and I to all get together and to build this business. And it was fun. And if you don't know anything about an alpaca, they are the cutest little fun not a pet definitely an animal that um so it's a game of genetics a lot of science was put in and I love science I was a science teacher so I um did my whole research on genetics of the animal and you have to breed the best with the best and when that is so they come out with 22 colors and this color really, which is the gray, people love gray and black and they sell for the highest. Well, so I got into this business. It was so much fun. We were having a great time. And then the economy went down, totally down. Like everything mm-hmm. was housing market it was that big crash. And I didn't want to depend on what was going on. And I kept pushing and I kept pushing. But every time I pushed, more obstacles would come. So I ended up shutting down that business, not knowing, you know, it it was devastating, you know. And so this is why I teach on the importance of a resilient mind. Yes. Most, Most importantly, having a resilient mindset, because that took a lot of resilience for me to say, okay, I got to shut this down. I'm sorry, kids. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but I, we got to do something else. So that happened. And, um, I got, then I built my own business. I built a travel business. And then out of that travel business came all the fun stuff, of course, but there was so much more to it than what I had expected. And you learn as you go. So life is all about experience. You learn yeah. Yeah. Having that resilient mindset versus a fixed mindset, which everyone comes with. Everyone has a fixed mindset. And a fixed mindset is the mindset that really tells you you're not good enough to go into business. You can't do this. You know, everything will come your way. And I have two examples of that because as we speak today, I have a friend of many years. Uh, she's a nurse. And she really wants to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. Now, she loves her job. But she's been doing it for over 25 years, probably. Yeah, 25 years. She's ready to move forward. She doesn't have that, that, faith, that courage because it takes courage. It takes courage yeah. to do the things that you really want to do. So, and she came to me and she said, Robbie, I wish you could teach me how to be an entrepreneur. 
Mm. And when she said that, that sparked this new, new phase that I want to take people through is to teach them how to be an entrepreneur. Um, And then I have my other friend who's my sister-in-law, who we've known each other forever. Yeah. She decided to go into entrepreneurship. She's a teacher as well. There you go. She is a teacher. (laughs) And uh, so summertime, she became this um, insurance agent. She was going to build her business and do all that. And it lasted for her eight months. And she said, I can't do this. This is not for me. It's too hard. She said, so she's right now back inside of a classroom teaching. But those are two examples of two people that really want to be entrepreneurship. One doesn't really have the the faith and the the boldness and courage because it takes courage to do this, right? Trust. To step out and do it. And then one tried it and she was like, whoa, I'm not doing this. But I want your audience to know that if you have that desire, I am here to tell you that the obstacles and the setbacks and the failures, they will come, but they don't hold us back. Only, only bring results that brings out an experience that we grow through. Yeah. That is the ultimate truth about entrepreneurship. Yeah. 90% of businesses will go out of business. Yeah. And people that are listening today, you will go out of business if you do not have these pillars, these sound, hard facts that I'm telling you to be set in place so that you can be successful as an entrepreneur. Yeah. Well, okay. So I, I need to, I need to know about those pillars that you've got. Yep. And I also want to hear more about resilience and things that, yes, that's what that we talking. can do. But I also wanted to just bring to light. I don't know, um, listener, if you're hearing this, but you hear Robbie said kind of no and left her career not knowing what she was going to do her her friends one of them wanted to go into it again didn't know what she was going to do but it was it was who she was being that held her back Mm -hmm. not so much like what she was going to do and in the third instance she jumped into it but she didn't continue on so actually none of these had to do with lack of skill lack of talent no 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 had to do with that lack of resilience or the wrong mindset using that fixed mindset rather than the growth mindset. So tell us about these pillars. Tell us about how, how can we be resilient, whether we want to leave a previous career or business, whether mm-hmm. we want to jump in and get things going or whether we need to just push through kind of the hard times. Right. All, all of those are in the same package deal because yep. they all come together. So let's talk a little bit about resilience piece, because that's the main piece that you need. So um, in business, there are two things that will start you off. And I help people through this this process, and that's of finding clarity. But you you need clarity most and foremost. So that is the biggest pillar that I want to talk about. And within that is that resilience piece. So the resilient piece, I'm going to tell a story um, that happened to me in February. I was invited on a TV show in Dallas. I flew out to Dallas, ready for the TV show, and realized that I had read wrong time. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Your gut falls down 
Uh-huh. The feeling of shame, the feeling of what in the world are they going to think? The feeling of I'm not good enough, the feeling of why, what I just, all these feelings like hit me, like hit me. Wow. I felt like failure. Yeah. I truly felt like failure. Here I am mentoring and teaching about resilience. What I had to do in that time was I had to pull up my pants and I had to face these feelings. Yeah. Some people will, will, will probably go back and dummy down and, and really get into the feelings and, and there's anxiety, then there's depression. And that's a whole nother route to take that, that you don't want to take. Yeah. So, you know, this was my mistake. I totally read the times wrong, all of that. So I, um, they were emailing me and I was like, well, it's not until 11. What do you mean? I don't, what I'm sitting right. Oh, at any rate, I called up, I talked to one of the producers and just so happened that the person ahead of me went longer she had a very, uh, her story was amazing, but it went longer than I expected. So they said, if you can get here in an ample amount of time, we'll fit you in. <laughs> so I hopped in that Uber. I just put on anything and yes. got in the car because I thought my my time was at um, like 11. It was really close to be in, in the morning at nine. Uh, wow. And yeah, so it, it was devastating. It was devastating. And I had to apologize. I only did it once because I really wanted to be present. Because if I knew if I just kept holding on to those feelings, I wouldn't have been an interviewer at all. I, I say that because I had to have a growth mindset. That's what resiliency is. Resiliency gives you the permission to learn and then to pivot. Yeah. Okay? And that's exactly what I did. If I would have had a fixed mindset, I would have stayed in my feelings. I wouldn't have resisted anything. You know, it hides from the mistakes and all the flaws. I don't want your audience to do that. I want you to face what is ahead of you because things like that happen. And I use it as an example because I can't tell you, just like when I told you the story and you said, oh, no, (laughs) (laughs) I I felt your energy. The the feeling. the yeah, the feeling, feeling that's a horrible feeling. It's like when, when we, as women lose our purse or we, we can't, you know, your, your life is in there. So that's how I felt. I, um, I had to put on that resilient piece and my whole, mu- I had to build that muscle back up. So resilient mindset literally is a mark of a successful entrepreneur. And that's what I want to really convey to your audience is that when things like that happen, please face the feeling and then find out how to make it work. Mistakes mm. happen and it's just a part of life. Yeah. So I I said, God, before this, I understand now that, you know, I was all excited about it. I was so super stoked. I think I got overly excited and just read the whole thing wrong. Um, so I have to slow down in order to speed up. And that's what I got in my spirit to do. So today I want everyone to choose resiliency and take that first pillar right there of knowing exactly who you are, the clarity piece. And then upon that clarity piece is 
what am I going to do with my business? What kind of results do I want? Okay. And that's the reason. Like what, what, what is the reason of why I'm doing what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. I have these big ideas. I have all this passion. But really, what's the reason? Okay. And then last, of course, that biggest pillar that everyone wants to make is how do I create freedom in my life so that I have more money that I can do the things that I want to do. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And mm-hmm. so in that, in that moment where you, you were so excited and then it was just, you know, it's against your values to mm-hmm. not be on time and to, oh. not, to not be committed to that opportunity and how far you've traveled. And, and it could be so easy for someone to say, well, it just wasn't meant to be. Well, oh, I missed that opportunity. There you go. Yes. Right? So many times I, I hear that and, and that could have happened to you. And maybe there was a split moment of, well, it's done. I messed that up, but it sounds like you, you also jumped into that place where I call like the, how can I, so you're like, Hey, how can I fix this? I'm going to call them. I'm going to see, I'm going to talk to them. I'm going to charm them. I'm going to apologize. And I'm going to jump in that Uber and just make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I flew down there. I was, I was in the hotel, you know, I was just piddling around waiting. Well, (laughs) Not, yeah. not all it went down, but yeah, I mean, in their time, in my time, you see, it was two different times. It was like, ah! oh my God. Yeah. So that is how I felt. And, yeah. um, you know, even when you said like, like people will say, uh, well, that wasn't meant for me. Literally I was in, this just happened yesterday. I was at the hairdresser and she's studying to be a nurse. So she's been doing hair, but she's studying to be a nurse. And I said, you know, there is a shortage of anesthesiologists. I said, you might want to separate yourself from just being a nurse and just kind of hone down on one aspect. You know, the first thing that came out of her mind was, oh, and she's only 40. She was like, it's going to take too long. That is a special... Instantly, she's every thought against that came. And I said, are you listening to yourself? She said, yeah, why, why am I saying that? She didn't even know it. It's that self-sabotaging yes. that we don't know that we do because we're so programmed to think a different, a certain way. Yeah. 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 And, and so a lot around being an entrepreneur and teaching how to be an entrepreneur is around who we're showing up as and and less about the business we're running right? because we are at the core and being an entrepreneur, you do think and behave and act differently. It's it's quite different than to someone in a nine to five, just in the way of your personal development is crucial to the level of success you can achieve. So we've kind of heard about you know, how you began in your career and then how you transitioned into the alpaca business, which is super cool. <laughs> and, and now where you are with your bull girl business, um, yes. tell us a little bit more about, you know, what's happening there. Um, sure. and I also know you've kind of doing a summit coming up. <laughs> I'd love to, to hear about that too. Right. So I have a podcast and my podcast is called bull girl biz and you can text the word bold to five five three one two to just see my whole script there but um yeah so and that's about courage so when I mentor people 
are entrepreneurs, I should say. When I enter, when I mentor entrepreneurs, I really talk about resilience. And that's the first mindset piece that we work on. We work on whole market research of what you want to do with your business. And um, that's how we set off. So I'm very simple, very down to earth. And right now I have a franchise. My husband and I bought a franchise. I'm not really out of education just yet because I do love education. I do love children. And so we bought a Sylvan Learning Center and that's a tutoring business. So I am not teaching, but I am running that. So that is whole business of an entrepreneur. So I kept on, I tagged on the teaching and I have a podcast and from there now I created this Teach Me How to Entrepreneur Summit, which I plan to rinse and repeat and rinse and repeat because it is such a passion for me to help entrepreneurs to learn these uh, this big piece of resilience. Yes. So I have five live speakers and those speakers are going to be business one-on-one, marketing, mindset, sales, and speaking. I love to talk about communication and speak, adding speaking to your business is key because it, it really gets, gets you to go out. And if you want to build your own podcast, I can help with that as well. So all of those things are in Teach Me How to Entrepreneur. I have five live speakers and five pre-reports. But even if you want to write your book, write your book and tell your damn story because people <laughs> need to hear it. True, true. Yeah, absolutely. What are, um, what are the dates of that summit? So the summit will be May 11th and you can just go head on over to teachmetoentrepreneur.com, teachmetoentrepreneur.com and that'll send you right there to the landing page and sign up. It is a free event. I took, I took care of everyone's cost. So it, so it is a free event and there's a lot of free items and we're going to have a blast. It's going to be epic. This is my first. Uh, and so I am really making it very much my energy, right? Yeah. That bold. Uh, felt like it is. Yes, it's going to be bold and that yeah. is my energy. And I want others to have that courage to be bold and to step out on faith and do the things that you truly want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Now for anyone who was like, wait, I didn't catch the website or I didn't catch the number to text. It's all going to be in the show notes. Don't you worry that you can easily just click through or grab the information that you're needing to be able to attend this awesome summit and to be able to connect more with Robbie. Uh, So all that'll be in there. So don't you, don't you worry about that. (laughs) And so because when this is being released, it's very close to the summit. So I encourage you right away to go and register so that you don't miss out on participating in that. And so what I'm hearing, Robbie, is that while you do have this bold side, you're also a very real person who, who loves teaching in different capacities. And so you might not be a teacher in a classroom, but you're still using your teaching skills in order to lead people forward and to teach people how to do podcasts or teach people in the summit capacity. And so I really, I really appreciate that about you. I connect with that a lot. And I'm sure that, that the, the people around you do as well, right? Even your hairdresser, it's like, Hey, (laughs) you can't stop it. Right. It comes naturally. Right. So listeners, I want you to be thinking about 
what is it that people come to you for? What is it that comes naturally to you? And so, you know, maybe you're thinking, okay, I now know I need to be resilient to be an entrepreneur, but I still don't know what I want to do. And yes, you can hire someone to help you to get the clarity, to help you to go there. But I also want you to just be looking in your life. What do people come to me for? What do people ask me about? Where do I shine? Where am I in energy? Because as you can hear for Robbie, it is in teaching. It is in helping and supporting others. And maybe the thing you were doing as the technician actually doing it isn't for you, but maybe you end up like Robbie owning a business that is doing it like her Sylvan learning business. So that's awesome. So as we wrap up here, Robbie, what are some final messages that you want to leave our listeners? Very good. So everyone get your pencils and your notepad, because I wanted to share three things, actually four. My, My last one is my biggest encouragement, but the first one is to know the results that you want. Okay. Know the results that you want. Mm -hmm. Second is know why you want it, know why you want it. And then third, take action, massive action, that word massive in there, because taking (laughs) massive action is an energy. And when you connect with that energy, you're going to do it. I don't want you to be attached to the outcome because what it is, it is. That's your experience. So take massive action. Yeah. And my last parting words is I want you to listen very carefully. Today, <laughs> today is a perfect day to never be what you don't want to be again. Uh, say that one more time. <laughs> today is a perfect day. Never be what you don't want to be again. Yes. And as you wrote on that chalkboard on that rainy day. <laughs> it was the writing was on the wall, right? Writing was on the wall. Those two words. I'm done. I'm done. So listeners, is there a part in your life that you're done with that you're willing to say no to and take some bold action, massive action and move forward on then Robbie and I encourage you to do that today. To listen to that voice, whether it is sparked by someone else, like the little girl, Emily in Robbie's classroom Mm -hmm. or a friend or your own voice. What did you call it? The Noah? Noah. Your Noah. Noah. Listen to your Noah and listen to your Noah. That's that's where you know everything. People call it your brain. We all know it's your gut. Okay. Your brain is your gut. Yeah. That's your Noah right there. Your spirit. Yeah. 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 Trust that inner voice because it is going to lead you to where you truly belong and where you're going to have that resonance. Cause I hear it in your voice, Robbie, where (laughs) you need to be. And everyone's entrepreneurship journey looks different. Yours has taken you in different places with multiple streams of income. And so that is possible for you listeners as well. Thank you so much, Robbie, for being here. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your, thank you for allowing me to be on your stage. This has been awesome. Awesome. Yeah. 
You are welcome. Well, I always love bringing in people that are going to share stories of how they've grown, like the real stories, not just the perfection stories, as well yeah. as sharing like, how are we going to do this? What are some tangible things we can put into our lives so that we can have similar success? So thank yeah. you again. And for all the listeners out there, there's probably someone who needs to hear this episode. So please share it with them. Also write a review. Let us know what you loved about it. And don't forget, hit subscribe because... Every so often I have amazing dynamic women like Robbie come on and share their stories and their secrets on success and entrepreneurship. So thank you again, Robbie. And until next time, everyone stay dynamic. All right. Bye. Thank you, dynamic women for joining us today. Please hop on over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. Who do you know who needs to hear our message? We'd love it if you'd share our channel with your friends and family. If you're ready to be more dynamic, have more balance and more success, head over to www.dynamicwomenclub.com forward slash free gift for your key to success book. Stay dynamic.